Pavilion Seminar. Shorty, pull your mask up. Pavilion Seminar. Yeah, welcome to the Properly Uncivilized Podcast. I am your host, Rock. I got Mason with me. Yo, yo. Shout out to B. Nicole over there. Hey. We got Rick in the building. Hey, everybody. Pavilion Seminar. I got a special Seminar. guest with us today. Porter, what's up? Hey, what's good? So, let's just get into it, man. How's everybody doing today? How we doing, Mace? Down one. Down one? Yeah. Oh, you down man. one. Oh, man, it must have been a tough week. <laughs> you down one? What does that mean? <laughs> players ain't players ain't acting right. Yeah. Oh, you down da- Oh, you down one? Yeah, players <laughs> not acting right, man. Why? Hold on, talk about real quick, real quick. Why did all of y'all get that? Because all of y'all <laughs> men. Right. I didn't know what You didn't hear the somber? No. Come on. Down one. Down one. Mm-hmm. Felt, you felt, felt the pain. pain. Yeah. yeah. Pain, pain. Yeah, so, yeah, all y'all need to say. I'm not right, I'm not right, right. <laughs> Clearly. How you feeling, B? I'm here. You here. You feel like how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm actually expressing it, I think. Men no, don't I express said, their feelings. So I just I'm, said I was I'm down. So talk your shit. What's your, what's your, what's your feelings? feelings? What's, what's your feeling? What's your I'm feeling? Tired. I'm tired. tired. Okay, I'm so okay. tired. Okay. I'm just tired. What's up, Rick? How you feeling, man? <laughs> of course, I'm blessed and highly favored as usual. Alright, cool. What's up, Porter? Hey, I'm feeling good, man. They freed my bro Bobby. Oh yeah. yeah. Shout yeah. out to Bobby. Yeah. A lot of people are happy that he's he's out now and he can make some some good tunes for outside. I seen him. <laughs> They they welcome them home with some snow bunnies. I saw that. They <laughs> anybody, in the back anybody of the car. else see that? <laughs> they I, mean, I, I did it. I seen that. that. I didn't see that yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. But I'm trying to figure out, was it before or after the jet? <laughs> uh, Quavo, oh, no. Yeah, Quavo, Quavo did say he was going to pick him up. Definitely um, was. I'm, I'm glad to see he's back home and he's been, he's been welcomed home properly. Yes. Um, that is that is very appropriate. <laughs> welcome home properly. Properly. Just like, like a man to say that. No, I'm just saying, like, meeting new friends. That's all. Okay. Yeah. A little meet and greet. Yeah, a little, a little meet and greet. Okay. Definitely. Good to be around <laughs> some that was, that was, that was that was No, I'm just saying, I don't know what he was I don't know what he was doing, but I'm just saying, like, it's good to be around some new people that you, you know, didn't get to know. I feel the love. Yeah, they probably were fans, so it's good to interact with them, sign autographs, whatever they want to sign, and... You know, so I think that was that was pretty cool. So I'm um, I'm definitely doing Lent. I know I said what I was. Oh wait, um, was you, did you give up the booty? No, not giving up. <laughs> not did you give up the yo, booty? Did you give up the hey, booty? Yeah, pause. Yeah, come on, B. I said that I was gonna go abstinent <laughs> for for forty days. Um, did you make it, it past three? Listen, I changed my mind that day. <laughs> I, I so at what point did you change your mind? Right. You I'm not going to lie. I got a Somewhere message. Somewhere in between. First. <laughs> I got a text <laughs> I message. I knew it. I knew it. What? I said somewhere in between pressing send. Message. A message from God. <laughs> he said, don't do it. So, so I switched it up and I said, I'm going to give up meat. Pause. Pause. So, <laughs> so you wouldn't so, give it up the booty to give it up the booty. <laughs> oh, why do we got to start like this? Nah, so I'm giving up meat. So for 40 days, because I, listen, I'm the, I'm the, 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 the go healthy guy, right? Cool. Porter knows this. Porter knows this. <laughs> I, he probably got, he got, probably got to go healthy rent for y'all. But you know, I feel like I tried to do without meat. 
for a while, and I was doing great. Um, I was doing the Beyond Burgers. Those oh, remember we were the, the pecan tacos? Oh, man, the pecan tacos. I had the Impossible tacos, but those were nasty. Yeah. Um, Beyond Meet Me, pause. <laughs> I just gotta, I gotta say it. I gotta say it. It's, it's a great, listen, it's a great product. Um, but yeah, that's what my 40 days entail. Did you give up anything, Mace? <laughs> no. No, you couldn't give up nothing? No. You gave up Clubhouse, right? For 40 days. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'll, I'll do that. All right, all right. Did you give up anything? I think we just had this conversation before we started recording. Well, I said I was giving up toxicity, and that's a word. Oh, okay, yeah, toxicity. But I couldn't. <laughs> All right, so you like me? You changed your mind. I changed my mind. You got a message too from God. Yeah, from it God. Was a, it was a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> Direct. Look, all, all bets were off. Oh, <laughs> like, man. With a time limit. Yeah, you know, listen. God don't waste no time. Did you, <laughs> Look, what about you, Rick? Rick, did you, Rick how's, your, how's your Lent Fest going? What did you give up and, and how was it going? I gave up candy and um, it's going well until today when <laughs> Brittany came through and she had this huge box of watermelon Mike and Ike's. That, oh, then wait, yeah. I had let's, parts. let's put it in perspective because you asked for them. So I did ask for them, but I just wanted to, I just wanted to, you know, like. You said 10 boxes. Process. You said, bring me back 10 boxes. I mean, I didn't think. Yo, you did really ask. I did ask for, hold up, time out. Time out. What type of discipline are you trying to. Right. I didn't think you were going to do. I didn't think you were really going to do it. And not to mention, y'all didn't let me finish my sentence. So y'all left out the house without me finishing the sentence. So I finished it, but y'all were in the car. So, you know, like. Yeah, I just wanted to have the experience to like see what it felt like to hear the candy and have it in my presence. And when I get off of Lent, I have a stash. Good discipline. So you, yeah. so you didn't you know indulge in any of the candy today? <laughs> no, I didn't eat none of the candy. It's still there. What you say? You are, you, are you doing anything for Lent quarter? Do you do you um, celebrate or do you indulge <laughs> in Lent at all? I mean, or any type of fasting? Not really, but okay. I just. Um, you know anything about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, um, I used to go to like I used to go to Catholic school growing up. You feel me? So we used to do Lent. Um, I was in, I was just in um, tra- at Trader Joe's and somebody. You know when you get the like you like, to your ashes, like ash. ash on your forehead like that. Okay. You feel me? And then um, my girl she asked she asked she saw somebody with it on. She was like, "What's that?" And I was just basically like, "It's, it's people like it's ashes from from Lent." Hey, then she was like, "I'm not used to that." I was like, "Yeah, but." When I went to Catholic school, that's what I used to always experience. You feel me? So that's why I so I'm big on Catholic school. Yeah, like I'm big on committing <laughs> they, they to do something. Some different stuff. No, no, for real, they they do some different things. Yeah, it's 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 the same as Christianity. It's just like certain di- di- different disbeliefs. You feel me? But it's it's similar. Okay. In a way, you feel me? They're all similar to an extent. Yeah, it's just that like with Catholic Church, no no offense, no pu- no pun. Intended, it just used to be a little more boring. Like, I, when I go to Christian churches, it'd be like, Oh, yes, the pastor just be saying anything. You feel me? In Christian churches and Catholic, it's just like say, but I never yeah. got into really the Lent thing, right? Right, I never really did. I, I mean, I grew up going to church, but you know, I, I didn't get into the fasting thing when my parents got into it, or when my mom or my grandma got into it. I never really get into it. Um, as I got older, I started to do these little random fasts, mm. you know, for health. Really, just trying to clean my system for real. I mean, you know, in our twenties, 
I mean, I'm 30 now, but shoot, in our 20s, we we consume a lot of a lot of wine. Yeah. You know, we sip the canteen a little, right, Rick? So <laughs> we gotta make sure that we flush our systems, right? Nice. And and I like to do things like taking meat out of the diet, drinking more water. Mm. Um, I try to get more fruits and vegetables into the system. You know, they say food is medicine, man. Mm. So if you get the right things up in your system. Um, that'll be good for you. And I think I'm going to put myself on these little mini challenges along the way to help me achieve my goal. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm doing a, uh, again, it's a 14-day cleanse. Uh, these are the limits to what I will consume during the 14-day period. We wrote this it, shit down. This fast tapers accordingly to decrease added sugars and inflammation into the body. Uh, be smart and have balance in your consumptions. Get to know produce, you know what I mean, a little bit better and boost your energy. Um, so days one through five, it's going to be fruits, vegetables, raw or, you know, cooked or steamed uh, as far as vegetables. Um, oatmeal, rice, juice, water, tea and meat alternates. Meat alternates. So again, like, you know, veggie burgers or something. Uh, days six and seven. Fruits, vegetables, uh, now we in the raw stage, um, nothing cooked or steamed, um, not even the oatmeal, um, the rice, uh, you can cook the rice. You cook Brown the rice. rice? Yeah, you cook the rice. I'm, I'm actually going to use this in my smoothies uh, once I get to this stage. I'm pretty much going to be going into smoothie stage. But uh, juice, water, um, tea, no alcohol. No alcohol starting um, on day six. Uh, what, day, what day are you on? I'm on days... That was day six and seven. Fruits, vegetables, um, oatmeal, rice, juice, water, tea, no alcohol. And you want to make sure that... You sound like a Daniel fast. What you, what, what, what you going through? Where'd you get that from the Bible? <laughs> no, no. I, <laughs> no, I actually just put this... I put this together on my own. You know how my brain be going, man. It just be going crazy. And I think about, you know, I know some of the things that are good for us to eat um, and to get into our body. So I'm challenging myself, you know, while I'm being absent from um, uh, meat, I want to make sure that I'm putting things in my body that can still help me gain a little bit of weight. Mm -hmm. Um, I know avocados are a, a good fat. Uh, that I can add into my diet, you know, in doing so. And what are you planning on learning or gaining from this? I got you. Hold up. Let me get. Let me get you. Let me get you. Uh, days eight through thirteen. Now we're in liquid only. We're in a liquid Whoa. only stage. So, uh, fruits, vegetables, oatmeal, juice, water, tea. Um, you can even do broths. No alcohol. No alcohol. Day fourteen. Water. 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 <laughs> No alcohol. Now, now look, right? This is only 14 out of the 40 days. This is only 14. So, once day 15 come around, if you're looking to take this to the next level. I'm not. I'm going straight into 21 days of water. You remember you did that and passed out? <laughs> I think yeah. I remember. <laughs> Listen, listen, no, no, no. I don't think I was wild skinny. I remember you. That might have been why you got hurt. No, 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 no. That was a while ago. That was a while ago. This was definitely before. You wasn't doing it right? You wasn't doing it right? Nah, I was, boy. I wasn't taking the... I was. 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 I was.
I did. That's probably <laughs> yeah. why. That's probably why. <laughs> listen, listen. Yo, I'm good. I'm good. I, I know I was not drinking alcohol then. I celebrated with alcohol. That's what I. That's what I bounced back with. After not eating for like twenty. Yeah, 20 yeah. Days. And I was good. I ain't throw up or nothing. Um, the last time I did, the, the last time I did pass out, dangerous. <laughs> I wasn't, no, and I had to see Moss on deck. I had to see Moss on deck, but I, I wasn't taking it how I supposed Because once you get into a habit of not this sounds eating, very dangerous. <laughs> no, no, no. Yo, listen, my mom hates this. My mom hates, no, my mom hates this. Why are you going so hard? Like, what are you trying to prove? What are you trying to do? Like, what's wrong with you? All right. So again, yeah. What I said but in the beginning, right? But that's the same like you. Nah, nah, nah. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> I got something. Right. No, again, so what I want to do is just cleanse my body, man. Again, I've been drinking a lot of wine lately. And I also, I want to make sure that... So wait. So I are you actually measuring out the amount of what you've taken in, bad things that you've taken in versus... No, 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 no. I'm just talking about food. Fast. Like, I'm just talking about, like, oh, food, okay. period. Like, you know, if that's food I shouldn't have been eating, um, you know... Food affects the way your 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 farts smell. You know what I mean. I might have let one loose. That wasn't also pleasant for the community. Right. Um, moving right along. He uh, get my size. Get that man a cheeseburger. <laughs> I learned. So remember, I was talking about traditional traditional and modern families, and and traditional modern relationships. I learned a little bit more about these traditional relationships. And where they kind of, you know, started, right? So back in the 50s is when a lot of veterans, you know, they were trying to find places to live. You know, it was just after wartime. Um, and they were encouraged to move to these places called the Levy Towns. The Levy Towns were basically, it's basically like the county, the suburbs, right? Um, living in these suburbs, they were encouraging families and they had the makeup of the way families were supposed to look. They used TV shows like Leave it to Beaver, you know, to show what a traditional family is supposed to look like. How the dad, he wakes up early in the morning, he gets ready, he shaves, wife is cooking up the meal for the family, breakfast, you know, getting that ready. Um, dad, he, he's leaving, he doesn't come back home till about seven o'clock at night. Um, while mom is doing all of the work during the day, she take the kids to school, pick them up. The wife took care of everything in the house, cook, clean. Uh, wash, uh, do everything, right? Mm -hmm. The husband, he gets home, he just takes care of the lawn or, you know, mm -hmm. cracks a beer open, he talks shit, right? He let her know, I'm bringing home the bacon. What y'all doing in here? Uh, but I also noticed that this is why a lot of people can't really rely on the traditional family being what's the go-to for someone to turn out right. Right. Sometimes we look at people and we'll be like, oh, did you come from a two parent household or did you come from a you know single parent household? Mm. Yeah, because that and they totally kind of try to use that to judge you because mm. sometimes you miss out on that. You miss out on that that father time still in a traditional family because mm. what's pops doing from seven o'clock in the morning to six at night, seven at night. He got off at three. Should be working. <laughs> so, let's put that in there. He got off at three. What, that's your daddy. Right. Between the five and the seven or five and six thirty, he's with the uh, he's with Jezebel. Who is home taken care of? Is the question. That's that's not right though. Mm, that's, that's traditional. Not right that's where that's where the boils down to. Is home, home taken care of? That's your traditional family. That's literally the only. So that just means guys were always cheating since the fifties. 
No, 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 no. We never said this man was cheating, though. We just said all I asked was this wasn't created yesterday. Meaning, is everything that's needed in the house there? Has he provided? If the answer is yes, whatever he's doing when he's not home is irrelevant. That that's not right, though. Because of this, jump to he's cheating. He could be chilling. Nobody said nothing about another woman. That was all in your head. None of us said anything about a woman. That's the first thing you went to. If he gets off, if he gets off at five, why is he not getting home till seven? Because I want to watch the game with my friends. Gotta stop at the bar. Or I told my friend I would meet him after work to go help him with something that he needed help with. Just like a man. All excuses. It's legit. (laughs) Listen, Mr. Right Now. I mean, that's what a traditional family is all about, though. They, there's stresses that the guy actually go through with having to work those long hours. So you want to get a little release. I mean, the you know, the Jezebels, they probably be at the bar, but it ain't like he's creeping or sleeping with them. Um, I've, I've seen some good traditional families, but you never know what's really going on inside or behind closed doors. Um, a little, a little alternative to the Modern Family. They actually have a TV show called Modern Family, and that family is wild, <laughs> like incredibly. Yeah, it's incredibly wild. So I think that's a great example of knowing, you know, where we are moving to. Because a lot of women don't want to be stuck in that traditional lifestyle either, right? I mean, you you get the reward of not having to work and being a housewife or stay at, stay at home mom, but then it's like you want to. Go out with the girls too. You want to go to the movies and, you know. Women be, don't have that luxury friends. though. What what luxury? Uh, if you if you're a stay at home wife, you can't you can't do the, still do the hangout stuff with your friends and everything. You can't do that. Why not? Why can't you? Because some men, I'm not gonna say all. Some men don't have that balance where your wife can be still be the modern day woman and do everything for the household and still have her life too. So is the, like that. the question is what are you doing with your friends? With or without a child? Are you it doesn't matter. I'll say with. Okay. With a child. Well when you have a kid it's just certain sacrifices you're gonna make. Mm-hmm. With or without a man, so But we're talking about a man that's married or whatever. He's a man that's married that's bringing home the bacon as you just said mm-hmm. or and he's taking care of home mm-hmm. and she's a housewife and y'all have a kid and we have a kid so you have to take care of the kid okay and why can't after i do every all that why can't i go out and what be, time are you done taking care of the kid you're not really done taking care of the kid but so where can you go but that's what you know <laughs> but that's what you're supposed to compromise no that's what you're supposed to compromise you're supposed to compromise. Yeah, but, okay, if you're going to go do something with one of your friends, it's probably going to be during the day, right? No. Why we can't? What do you plan on doing with them at night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, supposed... that's not right. That's not but, right. No, but no, that's a real question. What do you why, plan why on doing with them Why me and my friends can't go to the bar? You and your friends go to the bar. We're men. And I just... See, that's that that not, that not right. But if, just, right. but if I just, but if I just work, no, just just like you lay, just like you lay down and have a kid, like just like I lay down and have a kid. Why can't, like, why can't it be equal? That's what I mean. That's what you signed up for. You live that no, lifestyle. No, 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 no. You're allowed to go out. The question is, what is it that you need to do with your friends at night? That is such a double standard ass. No, doesn't have to be at night though. That's why even on Saturdays, that's what, that's what I'm they hang out during the day. 
You can hang out. Oh, that's the day. <laughs> you can, you can a weekend. You can go out during the day. That's so the appropriate response would be: it has to be done during the night because why else? Why not? That's the only time. But what, are you going to the club? Is. Are you going to the club with your friends as the married woman? Why no. can't you go to the club with your friends as a married woman? What, and it, I, and what time can. are we talking? You, you what, what time? Of, what the time way that you're saying what this is: is this a weekly thing that you do? Oh, you want or that. is this, or is this like a party? <laughs> or yeah, thing? So I know what y'all talking about. I know what was wanting to know because I can tell you from either standpoint. You, I was married. I can tell you from a married standpoint, of, as a stay-at-home wife, and I can tell you from a single standpoint. That's not fair. You one of them, okay? How? Okay, describe me. <laughs> you you is one of them. So what is what is one of them? Describe me. You okay. typical man that that feel like everything that he says goes in his household. Because <laughs> you're making this face. I'm collecting all the data that you're giving me. Because I'm trying to it. understand what kind of man are you. I think that's not right. I feel like even if we're married or like, I guess, what, what you call these things. You still haven't broken down the type of man that I am. You ain't right. That's what type of man you are. You so ain't right. So I'm just instantly not right. Yeah, because you, uh, your, your opinion. I didn't fully give you an opinion. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What do you not understand from what I'm saying? You one of them. I just know like, that's what she. Yeah, yeah. Like, what? What is one of them? <laughs> You're a biased man. Like, I feel like you I'm don't. Not, I'm not. I'm not being biased. That is. You, that's that's wrong. I feel like if you can't even, you can be a provider. You can be all those okay. things. But why can't you help? You like, why can't it be equal when it comes to raising the children and cooking? Why can't it? If the man is the one that's working outside of home, then the woman is the one working. Inside of home, that is equal. If you're working a job outside of home, and I'm working a job outside of home, and we're both taking care of home together, that's equal. But it's either the first one or the second one. But what even what, exist now? Like stay and home, that's another thing. Jobs and stuff like it's that. A few. No, it's a few. No, it's a few. Uh, that's but just, the, the problem, the problem, I'm saying, like, I'm talking about <laughs> even right, even right now. Okay, so right now, that that mentality doesn't. I think not if work. you want it, okay. if you want it, that you mentality doesn't it. work right now. That's a luxury all that's that few women get a chance to all afford. All the technology and all the like, how so people succeed. because women do not have the opportunity to just stay at home. Women want to do that. Why is that? Well, hold on. Let's first acknowledge your point. What did you just say? With all the opportunity now and like where women started and where they're at right now as far as success and everything like that, I don't think that a woman would want to be in that situation. The men stay at home now. Stay at home. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I feel like nowadays it's more so in a relationship for it to be successful, y'all both have to meet halfway. Exactly. So it's like 50%. So modern, modern, more modern day relationship. Because y'all both go get as most likely, you know what I'm right. saying, with all the opportunity and stuff like that. Sometimes the woman make, make more money than a, than a guy in certain situations, you know what I'm saying? Or certain situations where they work together, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So it's like in that case, um, it should be 50-50, you know Agreed. what I'm saying, as but, opposed to... But the original statement was the man's the provider and the woman staying at home. In that case, they both have a part, basically. Yeah. So he's working outside the, the house. house. She's working inside the house. It, but they it, both can compromise. They, 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 even they, during they, that time, they had to at least take compromise because yeah, the of mother, the wife, com- can't be compromising the, the children all day, every day. She drive herself crazy, and you'll find now. Man, you have all those you women have men who don't even know how to change their kid because they leave that yeah. to the mom. 
Yeah, 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 sure. yeah but it, when they grow up, I mean, the mom has to go away on weekends to visit her mom. Yeah, they eventually do. What happens? Because yeah. there's, there's been times where there's been times where I was like, I'm not gonna front with my son if he take like he like shits or anything like that. I don't. Right. I don't want to deal with this. Why? Because like, but 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 that was agreed. That that's different. I don't. I don't. Like there's really something, and that's the and that's the part of that's the part of that traditional luxury. Yeah, like all right, I don't have to do and, that. And she understands that, but there's been times where I had to. Like there's been times where I just did it. Like I really just did it. But with if it comes down to it, she know. Like all right, let me do this. You feel me? Like but I do. But you know how to do it. I know how to do it. But that's important. In certain cases, it's just like it's like I don't want to do it. Like jumping in front of a bullet. Jump in front of a bullet for somebody that you really care about. You'll do it if the time comes to do it. Yeah. But do you, but you really want to do it? Yeah. It's like, no. <laughs> what? This that's is your child. Yes, it, you is have a, to change no, his no, diaper. No, 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 no. With changing his diaper, that's, that's a fact. Yeah, you, uh, you're right. you're going to do it. It's a lot of things that... That, that we have to do that we don't want to do. Like, right. Y'all instance, men, y'all get a pay. Like, so to be successful, to put in a work to be successful, to have, like, for instance, what he wants to do. He doesn't really want to do that, but he has to do it because he wants to do it. I completely you know what understand saying? that concept. But I'm saying this is your child, something that you went, you made, you went half on creating, and everything that comes with it, you should want to do. Okay, because you get to do it. For Everything stars. that comes with it, you shouldn't want it. You no, know, that's what you just mean? Not, this is your kid, That's bro. what you don't want. Go ahead, Mason. Get his ass. I want the child. Get his ass, Mason. I want the child. And I agree with y'all, but I just feel like nah, I kind of got to come from Mason. a different lens here. What's like, not right? What's not right? What's not right? What's not right? What's not right? Hold up. What's not right? You think she wants to do it? I'm a mother. She literally turned Hello, people. What's not right? Does this guy want the kid? Oh shit! Oh shit! Where's the weather? Come on, where's the weather on? Yeah. That's the main because, thing. That's the main thing. Why the machine? You can forget it. Texas, no. Come on, please. I believe it. Where is that? You don't care. Like if he, if he, no, the man that wants the kid, that's different. He's gonna do if he whatever. Wants the kid. He's gonna do whatever he has to right. do for the kid. Right. However, you never want to get peed on, right? Never. But <laughs> if your child was to pee on you in you the middle of you trying to change you, them, are you gonna you say you I want the kid? No. And I was, you gonna go I was, loud? I you gonna go loud? Like, like hey, you know what? baby, oh, Rick just pissed oh, on me. I wanted this kid. Oh, when you so get older, I'm not gonna oh, be when mad. Get, oh, when you get older, you like, oh, I can't wait till they become a teenager and stuff like that. And then they become, a, you feel me? They start wilding in school. They they being, you feel me? They dragging and stuff. You want that though? You I want that? This, I want him to be a teenager, but now he's acting up, and now I got to deal with that. It's not. Yes, you have to deal with that. No, you have to. You have to, but you don't want to. Men get the exceptions to the rule. I uh, don't even fight with them on yeah. it. When you can, have the baby, when, I think you signed the contract that says, hey, I want all of this. Okay, Otherwise, tell don't tell have Take it baby. off the baby. Take it off the baby. Sometimes it's shit we go through with y'all that we don't want to, <laughs> but we do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, but we go through it. We go through it. We go through it. They're moving back to the, uh, the source. I forgot about the kid, but the source of the kid now. Where does this all start? That's fine. I'll take that y'all shit. I know I've been through a lot, so and I probably the cause of what I'm going through and what I've been through, so I'm not mad at that. You just learn from it, right? Yeah. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
keep doing the same thing. All right, and you uh, went moving on with what? Where's the weather? Where's the weather? Where's the weather? Where's the weather? Wally with the weather report? Come on, what? Yo, y'all like crazy. <laughs> nah, I think that was a that was that was a great conversation though. That was a great conversation about the whole traditional thing, man. But people gotta understand that that tra- that traditional shit is not gonna work with a lot of women. Like Porter said today, a lot of women aren't. They're not going for that. They're trying to be. They're trying to be successful. They're trying to be progressive, just like all the other people in the world that has access to technology and has access to, you know, being some type of produ- producer of something. They're trying to be alone. But I, no, 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 Toxington. <laughs> That's the reality. Oh man, sad truth. So you telling me? So, so who's who's the uh, the the, the Kappa dude that be? Uh, you couldn't. We watched the videos. I can tell. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, you can't never tell What's her name, though? What's Kevin Samuels. Kevin Samuels. Oh, hell no. He better not act like him. That's, a, it's the reality. Like, it's reality. 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 It's He's a fraud. No, they say he's a fraud. No, that's his job. He's he, he he does it for free if you want to. If you want to make it public, like he does, oh, he's if you want to make it public, like he's not like yeah, he's not a therapist or something. He's just going off. I don't like, think he like, ever said that he was a therapist. He's though. not licensed, so you should just choose him at your own risk. Yeah, essentially. I don't think I don't think it's more so what he's saying to them. It's more so what they they're asking and what they're allowing him to say to them. Mm-hmm. Right, but, so but no, no, they're really asking him because it's like. If you if you're a confident woman and, and this half the stuff he's saying to you like sometimes it's facts but sometimes if you really it's like they're like you can overcome you can overcome some of yeah, those odds yeah they're like they're like oh like, yo and you be like yeah you need to go <laughs> hit the gym if you be like yeah okay that's confirmation I really do need to go hit the gym then just go hit the gym and yeah. like there was no need for you oh, you you're calling me fat like, no you know you are just go to the gym <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so mean but it's honest. Like everybody say, don't but you, why would I give real you tell me the truth? I can, advice. I can handle this shit. Tell me, tell me the truth. Let me make my own decision. <laughs> and then you get the truth and you cry. <laughs> I can't wait. Make y'all. a fucking decision. Like, don't cry. Nah, facts. Yeah, that's the truth. They call him to get the truth, the honest truth. Nobody's gonna tell you the truth like a nigga that's not trying to fuck you. No. What? Wait, wait, say it again. You ain't never lied about that. <laughs> Nobody's gonna tell you the truth like a nigga that's not trying to fuck you. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's, that's, very true. True. that's true. He has nothing to lose. I have nothing to lose. <laughs> and I'm not even trying not to gain nothing. <laughs> if you ask me a question, they be like, yo, I heard you got a girl. I sure do. <laughs> I sure do. You're getting all the arms. 
sure you fat with or without that. It don't even matter. Like, you're getting the full truth from a man that don't want nothing to do with you. Just believe it. That's a fact. Thank you. Oh, no wonder everybody lied to me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, but what you giving away that they got they got to be taught? <laughs> <laughs> we we all respectfully shut up. Oh, okay. I'm and just let it rock. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah. So imagine imagine your chick get fired because of something you posted on social media. That's why I'm posting now. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, so so uh, Tim Boy, uh, he was the mayor, Colorado City, Texas, and he posted some uncivilized Facebook post about the local government's role in helping residents during power outages and unforeseen weather conditions. Y'all know, um, believe it was uh, the week the weekend before Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Everything was lit. Uh, big parties going on down there. You got people spending big money on sections. It was a great time. And then a week later, Texas is hit with this crazy snowstorm, which they were never really prepared for. Um, and your boy High Altitude Cruz, <laughs> <laughs> who is the governor of Texas, uh, he left the Texans during this crisis, you know, that they experienced from the snowstorm because his daughter wanted to get away. Uh, so they hopped on a private jet and they got ghosts. This was Tim Boyd's post on Facebook, but he said, let me hurt some feelings while I have a minute. No one owes you or your family anything, nor is it the local government's responsibility to support you during trying times like this. Sink or swim, it's your choice. The city and county, along with power providers or any other service, owes you nothing. I'm sick and tired of people looking for a damn handout. If you don't have electricity, you need to step up and come up with a game plan to keep your family warm and safe. If you have no water to deal without and think outside of the box to survive and supply water to your family, you are sitting at home in the cold because you have no power and are sitting in these. I'm sorry, are sitting in there waiting for someone to come rescue you because you are lazy is direct result. Of your raising. All right, so now he's coming at people's like he coming at them beyond what what the hell is going on. Um, he goes in, he goes in real deep, and he ends this by saying, mm. "Bottom line, don't be a part of the problem, be part of the solution." Did you see that one part though where he says only the strong will survive in the weak will perish? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He was getting his shit off. He was getting his shit off, but he realized. His girl got fired <laughs> from her job, and that he could possibly get fired. So, oh, that nigga quit. Yeah, so he resigned. And he came out with another post and he said, Listen, I have sat back and watched all of this escalate and have tried to keep my mouth shut. But I won't deny for one minute what I said in my post. Believe me when I say that many of the things I said were taken out of context, and some of which were said without putting much thought into it. I would never want to hurt the elderly or anyone that is in true need of help to be left to tend for themselves. And then he starts doing a lot more caping, um, you know, in Texas. Yeah, he's not a hundred. I mean, technically, life is like only the strong survive. No, no, no. Life is fucked up like that. He's not really wrong, but it's like, yo, in your position, you can't say nothing like that. that. Definitely. That's the last thing you should be doing. Yeah. No, I just I just want to say I, I really hope that the people who are 
who are going through this, uh, that things get better. Um, I've been, you know, just listening and contributing however I can. Water is one of the main things that they need. Um, people and babies were actually dying from sleeping in cars, mm -hmm. right? You get carbon monoxide. Um, they closing closing the garages, trying to stay warm. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's pretty sad. Um, and again, they don't have, they don't really have a lot of water. They, they need water, f not just for drinking though, but just for bathing and everything. Mm -hmm. um, B said that they got water prices through the roof. They looking like Patron prices. Right. Eighteen dollars for a pack of water. That's crazy. That's you know what I can do with these two hands? What? <laughs> Grab some water. Right. <laughs> you gonna steal the water? You gonna go loot him? I'm gonna pay eighteen dollars. Hell no. Right. That's crazy. The other lady was um getting, making her kids fill up the pots and pans with snow <laughs> and putting on the um, oven so they can take baths and stuff. Mm. Making that happen though, right? Right. She made a game out of it. Where they listen to Tim Boyd. <laughs> right. <laughs> Get off your ass and <laughs> get out there and do something. Nah, that's 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 that. It's of course it's delivery. Um, that that means a lot, and you can tell the way that the way Texas is ran. Right, it seems like their leaders don't tell them to pull that mask up. So we got to thank Brandon Scott for pull your mask up. Sure. You know, letting letting us know what we need to do to stay safe. Sure, I don't think they tell them to wear a mask. Love. Right. <laughs> when I was in Houston, they definitely did not. Oh wow! Were you in Houston that weekend when everything was lit? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you got a pause from over She was there. everywhere. <laughs> right. She was everywhere. Um, I also heard about the Relief Gang. Uh, if y'all know who Trader Truth is, a uh, big time uh, person in Houston. But he's also an artist. Uh, him and DJ Mr. Rogers. I heard they are like the people who are always on the front line. Um, always. Always out there making sure that the people got what they need in Houston, especially nice. during times like this. Nice. They've been working with Beyonce's organization. I've also heard of a few athletes, um, James Harden, uh, John Wall, to name a few, um, who are you know doing things to help out that relief. Instead of posting shit on Instagram, like what can we do? Right, definitely. And I and and <laughs> and I and I think B Nicole said it uh, off off mic earlier when I was telling her about this. She was like, "Yo, trade the truth and." Um, DJ Mr. Roberts, they always out there doing that. Like, yeah, they always. This is what they do. I mean, they don't get to post it all the time because they working. They actually in the field, getting it done. Nice. <laughs> okay. You know, Clubhouse, I was able to tap in and find out how to get people those um, connects and resources. Uh, but anyway, they're getting better, um, and we hope that it gets better a lot faster. All right, so this is the last Black History Month fact um, for this Black History Month. I think we're going to end it off real strong because I have multiple people that I believe that you guys should just look up. Take it upon yourself to do the research and to truly understand their contributions to uh, Black History. Now, um, I have a larger question about Black History Month as a whole, but I'll ask that after we get into all the stuff. Get so, in, yeah, get into that shit. Starting with Dred Scott, everybody, if you don't know who Dred Scott is, Dred Scott is a slave whose owner uh, sold him to a white owner in the north. He was coming from the south, and that was a free state. That owner in that free state died, <clears throat> and Dred Scott sued for his freedom, and he was denied by the Supreme Court. The court went, I mean, the case went all the way up to the Supreme Court, and he was denied. 
Had Dred Scott won that court case, that would have been a direct access or a direct pathway to slaves getting freedom, um, you know, back in those days during the times of slavery. So unfortunately, the U.S. had an opportunity to, you know, live up to the Constitution right then and there through the Dred Scott case, and they chose not to. One of many examples. Bringing me to Frederick Douglass. Um, everybody knows about Frederick Douglass, but I don't think he really, really, really gets the credit as our That's my guy. literal black leader. Like he literally was the the greatest black leader of all blackdom. All right. And um, he was the first black leader to inspire the emancipation of uh, black people from slavery uh, to Abraham Lincoln. You know, um, and he gave that, you know, him that idea. He like said, hey, come on, you know, you got to abolish slavery. And the good thing, well, the thing about Abraham Lincoln that everybody doesn't get into is the fact that he did not want to abolish slavery. Okay, the only reason he abolished slavery was because he was up for election and he needed to win. And black people helped him to win the war, the civil war against the South. And, um, you know, like, I just want everybody to really recognize and understand the relationship between Frederick Douglass and Abraham Lincoln. Because as I said earlier in our podcast uh, a couple of weeks ago, Black History Month literally is given to us because of their birth dates. Their birth dates co- coincide and because they were the two people who pretty much pioneered, uh, you know, slavery's abolishment. So don't take everything for, you know, like what you hear, guys. It's, it's really not all great. Abraham Lincoln's not that great. Then I like say this the first part. You did say this on that podcast, and now you've given me an opportunity to go ahead and hang Do myself with the rope. Thank you. Do the knowledge. Thank you. Yeah, I, I see the science. It. I see it. I see it. I, see it. I, 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 I thank you. And we're going to get to my bigger questions, and hopefully you'll be able to chime in. Yo, before you yeah. ask your question, though, yo, Frederick Douglass, people don't honor Frederick Douglass how they're they supposed don't. to, though. Did he just die from old age? Frederick Douglass? Yeah. Yeah, he lived a good free life. That's why he's not respected like the other people. He didn't die doing some hood rat shit with his friends. That's why. Because literally, we look at people who life get cut short differently. What do you mean? If you live all through, you know, live your life to the fullest and you die at old age, it's respected. We appreciate the things that you did. But the people that lost their lives in their. 20s, 30s, and especially kids and shit like that. If you get killed and, or in this case, assassinated, you're going to be held up here. Look especially at, if it's in so the because he didn't die a martyr. Is that what you're saying? Because he didn't die a martyr, he yeah. cannot be respected for what he for what he did. He literally his life he devoted his entire every day. It just doesn't day. hit the same. It doesn't hit the same. It just doesn't. Hit. What are you saying? Yeah. This I guy bet you more people. More the people. Freaking father of of, of the <laughs> black people. What are you talking about? More people know about Biggie. More people know about Biggie than yeah. they know about Frederick Douglass. Yeah. Ugh. And Biggie only had two albums. <laughs> Three if we being nice because it was a, a double. Right. Disc. Yeah, but, like that's just how it is. They don't they don't honor <laughs> they don't look at Frederick Douglass like he was a great. It's just how society works, man. When I first started giving these black facts, I literally said people don't honor Frederick Douglass like they should. And I, I, I'm just going to leave it at that. So moving on. Ida B. Wells. Y'all need to go ahead and take a look at Ida B. Wells, man. She literally stopped lynching 
she went around the world and literally talked about how Americans look and how we look crazy lynching our own people. Yes. Then we just had like some lynchings last year. Yeah. There was lynchings going you're on. Proving, when I was in you're Delaware. proving a larger point for me. You you really are. Porter, you remember those lynchings they used to have? Um, yeah, they used to t- we used to find out about lynchings. They used to post. We used to find signs on campus about you know not where to go. Yeah, and I was like, yo, is this? I'm not even going. I'm not even gonna lie. In the moment, I'm not even thinking about is this reality or is it real. I'm thinking, oh shit, I ain't going around there. Like they lynching niggas. Like, but I'm not thinking like, yo, this is crazy. Like this is happening today. Where you know that you just don't belong. Right yeah. there, it's like now stay in the country, keep yeah, it moving. Nice. Like don't that don't stop so right here. Don't need no gas, none of that. Just, just go ahead and get through this. I mean, I really do. Th- <laughs> I believe in that. I think there was like a, a section of the KKK at my college, so um, I definitely do believe in that. Yeah, um, prove my point again. All right. Um, also Martin Luther King and President John F. Kennedy. I want you guys to analyze their relationship. President John F. Kennedy wasn't for desegregation until it suited him, much like his forefathers, Abraham Lincoln and them. Mm. It, it, until it suited him, he was ready for it. He didn't sign the second Emancipation Proclamation that was offered to him either until it suited him. Um, somebody's trying to question this guy, but I believe that he's a good figure in uh, you know, civil rights. Uh, Bayard Rustin, and you know, he was an openly black gay civil uh, rights activist who worked directly with Martin Luther King. And he was one of the people who tried to tell Martin Luther King about the power of nonviolence. So um, he definitely influenced and impacted him directly. He um, talked Martin Luther King about nonviolence? Yes, about the power of And who tried to challenge his information? Who tried to challenge my information about Bayard Rustin? Yeah. Oh, Mason. Mason, of course. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Wait, what did Mason say about... <laughs> he what did you say that? about him, Mason? He's a great guy. Okay. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> All right. Oh, now he's a great guy. Earlier, he was, he was a shady character. You know, like <laughs> I think shady characters are great guys. Thank you. Okay, Thank I'll you. take it. Um, the next one is a Supreme Court Justice Thurgood Marshall, who was born and raised in West Baltimore. Thurgood Marshall, who represented Brown versus the Board of Education. There we go. And um, the main person, uh. We'll say the enemy in that one was uh, Governor George Wallace, who directly opposed the government's law, um, along with the rest of the South. There were places in the South who literally, once uh, segregation was made illegal, they did not open schools. They shut down schools for five years in Virginia once uh, you know, schools were supposed integrated. to be de- integrated and oh, desegregated. Nice. Yeah, so like it was a serious thing. And the they reason for to that... Keep the peace. Can you teach your kid? Who? Can I teach my kid? Of course, I can teach my kid, yeah. I'm a teacher. <laughs> can teach your kid what you need to know to survive and keep it moving. To survive in America, yeah, but what about in the rest of the world? Is your kid going to get to the rest of the world? You never know that if he goes to the army. Well, you give them the basic tools so they can be out in the world. Okay, but most parents could not teach their children how to read. But if there's no school, what are you going to do? Okay, so which goes back to the point earlier. Sometimes you do things that you have to do because you have to do it, not because you want to. Okay, so I I just really want you all to understand that I am not these people. Okay, 
I just want you all to understand. All I'm doing is reading facts. I want these people to do the research because these things have not been mentioned like they should. Definitely. And I'm trying to get to a point here. Local governments kind of supersede federal government in a lot of different situations. So that's why we also had the new slavery, the Jim Crow laws and things like that, even though uh, segregation was made illegal. Um, Angela Davis who is a civil rights legend. If you don't get a chance to you know, meet Angela Davis at some point in your life, please do so. And then I really want you guys to take a look at these last three movies, all right, or three uh, documentaries. I think you guys should really look at them. I'm gonna say Gone with the Wind. It might sound cheesy, but take a look at it because it's a depiction of what the government wanted the narrative of the Civil War and its history to look like. So you get a chance to see what, propaganda really looks like you know uh back in the day in its original form and then hidden colors of course that's black history 101 every black oh, person man. i feel black like should colors. watch hidden colors and then um amends um hosted by which one hidden colors yeah and amends the 14th amendment hosted by will smith on netflix and you'll get most of this information that i just gave you um again from that um from that uh, Netflix show. All right, so my, my question, though, is should we celebrate Black History Month? The reason I ask that question is because, um, and I've been battling back and forth all week about this, is like, why do we have the one month to celebrate Black history when it should be a part of regular history and by them giving us the one month, it's making us feel like we're Black Americans and not American Americans. Should we celebrate... Black History Month or no? I'm torn. Okay. Because I can go either way with this. Like, Just go the one way that's... <laughs> that's the best way. I mean... I don't really feel like there's a right way. Because... If you say we don't want to celebrate at all... And... We're going to treat it as if we do it every day uh -huh. or are we gonna never speak on it uh -huh. at least if we do celebrate it one month it is a open month to really celebrate it uh -huh. so Even it's we like be learning every... I, got a quote, I got a quote so, that, that you could just read that right there oh yeah okay I, I don't want a black history month black history is American history Morgan Freeman which literally speaks to what I was my question here thank you um but yeah go ahead no, I mean that. That just said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just my thing was like the reality is, you're gonna have people on both sides of the coin. So celebrating yeah. it one month versus never talking about it, like across the country is, mm -hmm. it can go either way. Mm -hmm. right. mm -hmm. Anybody else? I mean, I just feel like we're not celebrated enough anyway. Oh, so great. come on. If you go back up to the Abraham Lincoln portion and the Frederick Douglass portion, uh, Black History Month is created out of their birthdays. Both their birthdays are in this month. So we have a guy here who fought completely for the abolishment of slavery and then a guy here who only abolished slavery so that because it, it benefited him. How can we... And that man needs to be honored more because, like I said... You know, he don't get the respect that he deserves. Right. That too. Um, he doesn't, Frederick Douglass doesn't get the respect that he deserves, but Abraham Lincoln gets all the credit and all the respect for doing something that he didn't want to do in the first place. You're not going to make us say why, right? 
That's the next. Ep- that's another episode. Uh, I mean, we, we don't have just, to say we, why we, now. We, we, we just go past why he is the credit, right? I mean, we know why. Yeah. So we can never get past that. There goes the answer. Okay. All right. And that also speaks to. And, and he also died. Yes. And he did. He also, also got killed. He did also get killed. But that also speaks to why I want you guys to watch Gone with the Wind because the United States created the narrative and the history that we know. So there's probably more to the story than we even know. So Always. Yeah, just take a look at that. See that's, what's up. That's all our history. Yeah. <laughs> Black history, white history. It's all our yeah, history. Yeah, all our history. Know what the fuck's yeah. going on. It's been funny, yeah. guys, giving you these black facts. But um, with Appreciate that being said, let's honor uh, uh, someone that's here now. A black guy who's doing the thing. And um, I have on his hoodie. It's a product of some greatness. And that is the Porter Brand man himself, Ishmael. Yo, what's going on? I appreciate Yeah. Yeah, what's going on, everybody? I'm Ish Porter, creative director and CEO of Porter Brand motivational clothing brand. Port is broken down and, and it's like an acronym into potential, originality, resilience, tenacity, endearing, and revolutionary. And um, these words, they, they define Porter brand. The butterfly, which stands for growth. Um, that's one of my main symbols. And it's just, it's just a brand that you wear for motivation and to feel good and, and fashionable at the same time. Dope. Oh, very nice. So you are a black entrepreneur, I gotta make sure I emphasize that again. But you're also a full-time entrepreneur. Uh, how long have you been full-time? And just tell us about you know, that experience and that process. I started two years ago. I wanted to be a motivational speaker initially, but then with that, I was like, how can I express that through you know, what I like to do? I like to dress, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, how can I incorporate the two? So I decided to go through fashion. You know, so I was, I was I was basically at the mall. I saw a bunch of like blank hoodies and then I got a design from, from, from one of my frat brothers. Okay. I paid him for a design. He sent me the design. I dropped about like, what, like 10 hoodies. I mean, I sold, I sold out. It was homecoming at the time. So that was, that was my, that was my promotion right there. I had, I had momentum because it was homecoming. Everybody was wearing my, my hoodie. So every, you know, it might be 10 people, but everybody's drunk on campus. It, it appears to them it's like 20 people. Like, yo, everybody, everybody look, I see Porter Brand. Mm-hmm. So I just had, I just got the momentum off of that. So then after that, I just found different ways to like, you know, make a, make a bigger profit, you know? So I started, you know, finding different plugs overseas, stuff like that, getting good pricing. And then I started buying in bulk and stuff like that. And then I just wasn't, I just got tired of working, you know, the nine to five job, you know, putting in all the time, putting in all this effort that I could be putting in towards my brand. I mean, I was successful while while I was working, but when I decided to make the decision to not work and put 100% effort into my craft, I've got 100% back into it. You know, I've been making more, I've been making more money. I've been having more time to do more things. You know, impacting others. You know, I I, I don't only do clothes. I do quotes. Um, like like you know the quote that he just said today. Basically, this whole month I'm doing Black History quotes. So every day I make sure I post something related to Black History. Giving back. Yes, sir. Nice, nice. Um, how important is social media to uh, your business? 
It's very important because um, I make a lot of myself through social media. All I do is basically before I had a website, I just got a website like a year ago, but before I had a website, I would just um, make sales through Instagram. People would hit me up. And I think it's very important because I, half the time we're on our phones, we're on Instagram. So the first thing you could do, especially the feature that they have where you could shop on Instagram, from the, I'm working on getting that um, activated. But I have my website in my bio, so all I do is just post, post, post. The more you see it, the more people get acquainted with it, the more money. And it gives you, also gives you the, the uh, it also gives you the ability to do the promotion where everybody could see it. Like you could set your audience and stuff like that. That's very vital, you know what I'm saying? So if you, if pe a lot of people say like they don't like social media because it causes a lot of problems, but as, as far as the business aspect, if you use it for business, it, mm -hmm. it, could, it could really help your business grow, you feel me? So. Right. Hmm. That's frustrating. So you would say like, from day one, business from off of Instagram was like the soul. It was like everything. Yeah, only because, like I said, it was homecoming. So what I did was we all like, I took a whole bunch of pictures with my bros. We all had Porter brand on. Then I posted it on my page. Everyone saw it. It got the like and it got the following. Now, if you don't have that type of momentum, you can still, it's different ways you can still go about it, you know. Just you, you gotta make sure you have your brand. You have to know what you're talking about in your brand. You have to have a meaning behind your brand, and you just have to like, you know what I did? I, I was dropping videos. I dropped, uh, I dropped two videos, and and the first video, oh, that's what I did. I first dropped the video. So when I dropped the video on Instagram, that's when everyone was like, yo, I can't wait till it comes out. Can't wait till it comes out. Anticipating. So I'm telling myself when I drop the video, I'm telling myself I have to come up with the brand because I already dropped the video. Mm -hmm. Everybody, like, yo, I can't wait. I can't wait. They hit me up like, when you dropping it? So, so one day I was just like, you An know exposure. what? Yeah, yeah, you get exposed. You like you're telling yourself already, like you know, it's it's you're putting procrastination second. You know what I'm saying? You're mm -hmm. telling yourself that this is what you want to do, so this is what you want to do. Does that ever affect though, like, like you know how people need to get away from the gram sometimes? I mean, like you said, right? Some people say it causes drama. Does that ever? Um, affect you now that you you know you conduct a lot of business is that something that you don't have to really worry about yeah like I said like you just gotta think about the bigger picture when it comes to Instagram like right. someone hit me up I wasn't even following them and they was like hey what's going on bro can I get a hoodie and I'm like yeah you know what I'm saying like right, right. just off Instagram you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying so you could you could say I don't want to be on Instagram because it's it's what you put, what you put focus on you know what definitely, I'm saying definitely like, definitely you feel me like I follow I like to follow like I like to follow a lot of people that's like, I don't want to say like doing, like in higher places, like doing like right, things right. that I want to do. Like I use- Healthy I use, for your timeline. Yeah, I use Instagram as motivation. You feel me sometimes for the most part. Yeah. A lot of times people say that when they're looking at things that they hate or things that they want to grow from. You know what I'm saying? I look at things that elevate me. Definitely. Cause I, I mean, I, oh no, I was going to say, cause I, because I've seen, I've actually seen people, you know, hit, they kind of like go away. Like an email, yeah. right? Like yeah, they go nah, away. They, they say just they deactivate their Instagram. Yeah, they just tell. They just say, call, it hit me, them. contact me, yeah. contact me if I you if you want to, you know, get if X, I do that, I lose bread. Yeah, and I guess they, I maybe maybe they really put that much stock into the drama that's being imposed on them in that situation where it kind of is detrimental to their business. Where they like, you know, if you need this, make sure you contact me this way because I'll be gone from here for a while. So yeah, but go ahead, B. No, I was gonna just gonna act like your price point. Is it high, low? Did you affordable luxury? Like what? 
What's your price point? So I wanted, so I wanted to be like, I wanted, I wanted you to know it as a luxury brand, of course. Why are you doing affordable luxury? That's the the new word they're using now. Is it yeah, affordable, affordable luxury? Because you got. You What's got, the def? What would be the difference? Between, in affordable luxury versus luxury. It's, it's no difference. It's really just, it's really just the price you put on. Luxury you know? just means extremely overpriced. Mm-hmm. Okay. So would H and M be considered like affordable luxury? Yes. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Look at I mean, it's not luxury. Affordable luxury would be Zara or like, um, you know, like Zara on up or, you know, like that's what, you know, Zara. Okay. Everybody knows yeah, Zara. Yeah, is. Okay. Yeah. Zara's expensive. It's, I actually yeah, shopped, I shopped in Zara in Canada. Yeah. yeah like, they got a nice store. Yeah. But the stuff, but okay, so I guess that would be a good example then because, yeah, the stuff is really nice and it's like, well, it's not like, you know, it's, it's not like uh It's not like Marc Jacobs expensive. Right, it's not like a top oh, it's yeah. not like a top Marc New York Jacobs brand or Paris. Also, I think brand, but it's still a brand that I think Marc Jacobs is affordable. There. Yeah. Now it's definitely affordable. It's and like, the stuff is like great prices. Coach is affordable luxury now to me to me. But again it depends on your, your budget. taste level and your budget. Yeah. <laughs> it's because when you're hot you're overpriced. That's right. That's it. Well price. when you're hot you're overpriced and then you have to underprice because you're so... I mean, you drop your prices because you're You don't so drop high. your price till you lose your steam. Yeah, well, I, I feel like Coach lost a lot of black entrepreneurship, I think um, you shouldn't... Like, like the you know, people be having sales. Mm. I mean, I do in my business. I have uh-huh. sales, but... I'll be having sales, too. I feel like we shouldn't discount ourselves that much. You know what I mean? Because Louis Vuitton don't discount. Yeah, facts. It's facts. Mark Jacobs might send a little cold That's out. why I put my price on it yeah. from the jump. Because it's like, even my price, I'm yeah, like, that's still reasonable. It's, because it's setting your standard. Likey. Yeah, you're setting your standard. I can't start too low. Because if mm-hmm. I start too low, you're not going to take it serious. $25 is a mail. Yeah, you know you're telling me $25. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that, you're going to treat it like... And I noticed, like... With my with when they people buy my stuff, they make sure they, they make sure they like you know they treat it better. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They treat it, That's true they too. Treat it with care more that because they true. put that because I put the price on it. You know what I mean? That so basically, you put you your set price the tone. On, yeah. You set the tone for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can't yeah. jump from if you tell twenty-five dollars hoodies to if you tell two hundred dollars a year. Right. You know? Three or four times, and then I come back one day. And you tell me it's eighty. Yeah, that's what I'm like. You crazy? Like yo, I just got four of them for a hundred. Why would I give you? 80 for one. Like, yeah. It's the same. Well, it's the I'm same. looking at, I'm looking at the prices and they're affordable, y'all. It's definitely affordable. Everybody can get something from here. And I mean, it's also about so you, knowing, you, you know, like you said, right? No, everybody can standard. get something from here. I'm getting so I heard that me. you're getting something, I'm getting for, something for all of us. For, <laughs> I'm getting something for me. I'm making y'all these, um, these uh, scullies. Yeah, that's 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 a that's a good little thing for that's y'all. That's a good with you. But yeah. hey, look, that's supporting black business, so I'm for it. Oh, I was gonna support I was gonna support black business, but I don't know if I was gonna support him for y'all. I was gonna <laughs> support him for me. But yeah. I definitely I definitely think it's important though of knowing your worth. You know what I mean? You you gotta know your worth, right? Like like I said, setting that standard. You gotta know your worth and when you know your worth you you gotta add tax. Yeah. And and we can't always compare ourselves to you know, those other ladies. I mean, at the end of the day, in fashion, you're doing comparisons, of course. But understand that they started somewhere, right? Yeah. They started somewhere where their prices were low. Like Mason said, they caught that steam. And when once you catch that steam and you hot, you just keep on going up. Because it's supply and demand. I think that kind of happens. times. <clears throat> what you just said kind of like leads into like all the questions that I have wrote down. Like, it's really, really kind of crazy that you even said that. Wow. But, like, before you... Because I know you said, like, you, you're not going to start low. You're going to kind of, like, 
you know, coming at a, at a decent price. So, like, before you launched your um, clothing line, what did you do to prepare yourself for, like, the elevation to your next level? Like, did you fast? Did you pray? Did you exercise? Did you meditate? That's a good question. But um, to be honest with you, I just, I didn't think about it. I just went into it. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just one day in the mall, and I saw hoodies. And I remember I had to design already. You feel me? I had to design for a minute now. You know what I'm saying? So from there, that's when I started to elevate. Everything started falling into place. Nice. So I just started with nothing for real. I just started like basically hustling the shirts. Mm-hmm. And I just started, then I started to get a website. Mm-hmm. Then I started to, you know, get an Instagram page, get a following and stuff like that. At any time or at any point throughout this process, have you stopped and reflected upon like, wow, this is really what I'm doing? Like when you decided to move from your job to, you know, doing this full time did you ever stop and reflect take a trip you know like what did you do to like say hey this is what i do no not really i've just been you know i've just been taking it in it's just been a lot of things it's just been a lot of moments Mm -hmm. like that just like it just comes with you know being a fashion designer's life i had like i was in two fashion shows Mm -hmm. but it looked like it was my show so people like yo you didn't tell me about the show but Mm -hmm. i'm like Nah, it was just to show that, you know, I was invited to and I just so happened to have models that they that they gave Quick to me. Quick clips you put in your work in. Yeah, just but like just like the you know, all the energy that I put into it, it just it just or like with anything you put, like with any business or any energy that you put in, like I make sure I put make quotes every day, mm-hmm. um I, I post every day, or every all of that type of energy, it just automatically brings customers to me. Like right. or it brings like opportunity. Like right. you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I could just be I like, about know, just, just by somebody reposting it, I could be so somebody sees it, they're like, Oh yeah, I wanna support a black business. Let me support him or let me call him for a fashion show, you know, just just those things that, that were happening, it just made me realize like, oh snap, I'm really like I can call you know myself that, a fashion yeah. designer. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't take it as serious when I was like when I was working my job and uh, I had it as my um like my, my side hustle. Like even like I work for a small business at Bank of America mm-hmm. and I remember that um they used Porter Brand as an example every time because they was like Kim she, she asked me one time, What's a good example of a small business? I said Porter Brand. So with every situation she used Porter Brand, Porter Brand, Porter Brand. So oh in my mom just hearing Porter Brand, Porter Brand, you know what I'm saying? So started it manifesting it. Yeah, did you yeah, believe? Yeah. Okay, I was about to yeah, say yeah, you I believe, you were I manifesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I believe in that. That's crazy to yeah. me. Like I've I realized that at a young age at a young age, but as I got older, mm-hmm. I started seeing how real it is, like mm-hmm. okay. like how real, like how real it really is, like, you know, just like living it. Like mm-hmm. so I told myself things about like Porter Brand, what I wanted to be. I wrote mm-hmm. I wrote it down and okay. it, the things so that's, that's happening in question. between, like yeah. even this, even like being and being invited to this. This is just an opportunity that, like, you know, that's that's mm-hmm. that's that's wavy. Mm-hmm. That's that's a great opportunity. Now, thank you guys for you know inviting me on the show. You know what yeah. I mean? But you know, just just even that is just a form of energy that I put out in the universe that I pray to God about. That you know, I'm blessed to be in here. Nice, but, nice. Yeah. And since you bring up God, I do Definitely. have this question. My man pulled up the Baltimore. Shout out to Young Lim for pulling up, man. It's, it's love, man. It's <laughs> Since you mentioned God, um, how do you protect your peace as an entrepreneur or as a black entrepreneur? At that, like, how do you keep yourself sane when you all the orders are coming in at once and you're trying to ship stuff out? Like, how what keeps you you? Yeah, I try not to shut myself out of it for the most part. Mm-hmm. I just always try to remember, like you know. As long as I'm stressing out over something that I'm passionate about, um, it gets, it makes me feel 100% better. I used to stress myself out of BOA or when I used to work at other jobs in the past. I used to stress myself out over, you know, trying to impress my boss or impress my, or 
not stressing myself out over, you know, getting a customer, making a customer, you know, mm-hmm. upset or, or anything like that. Now I stress about things that I need to work on for myself, you know, mm-hmm. so it just makes me better. Mm-hmm. It just pushes me to be better for myself, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, not saying that working a job wouldn't do that, because mm-hmm. working a job does make you a better person, but like, when you when you're working for yourself, it's just a hundred times better, you know what I'm saying? Nice, nice, nice. Where are you from? I'm from New York. What part of New York? Staten Island. Oh. The ferry. Nice, nice. nice. <laughs> 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 we legit had a whole that's conversation. Crazy, what, happened, what happened with the ferry? What happened? No, 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 no that's no, no, all no. we knew no, about Staten Island. Because I, I that's crazy. It's a, it's a lot of talent on the island, though. Let me see your facts. I'm going to shout out my bros, you feel me? Yeah. Shout out my son, Rob, you feel me? He rap. Shout out my son, Dev. The Wu. Wu Tang. Nah, no Wu Tang. Nah, nah. Shout out Wu Tang. I'm playing. I'm with Wu Tang. Nah. All right. So, historically, right, we come from like culturally built neighborhoods that are that are basically where everybody everybody look like us, right? And there's like lingo that we have and lingo that we pick up. So it's like a little different. Like you, you know, when I got to Dell State. Man, I used to talk and people could not understand what the hell I was saying. And then they had like a Toastmaster interest meeting. They was like, yo, we're going to have these meetings. And then after this meeting, you know, you got to pay. I was like, I'm going to learn what I need to learn in these two meetings. (laughs) I'm going to get out of it. I'm going to pull up to these two free ones. Nah, it really works. It really works. Like, shout out to those of you who continue to use Toastmasters yeah. um, to help you better with your speaking. I really don't think I need the full Toastmasters experience. Um, but it just it but it offers it's kind of like an organization that offers so many different exposure to, you know, different workshops and things like that. You get to meet new people, you get to network. It's amazing. Um but we come from these, you know, these cities and we we got these different lingos and most of the time it's, we learn these just from historical, I'm talking about like way back when, these things are like to keep us safe, right? Like our, our slang that we use. It's, it's like cold and then now transitioning into the professional world, sometimes we still hang on to some of these slangs, even in like emails, you know? Not even just spelling a word the the correct way and then having to go backspace and like, oh, I only put the letter U. You know what I mean? I thought I was text messaging. Because at the end of the day, texting it is different from emails. I hate when people say you should be texting the same way you, you know, supposed to write. That's another conversation for the art of texting. That's coming up pretty soon. Um, but yeah, so like going into all of that, right? Have you ever like ran into a situation where you realized you had to like switch it up? And, and speak differently while making this transition into being a, you know, owning a business? Has it, or has it like even affected you in any way? I mean, not so much. Like most of the things I've been doing has been self-made projects and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I never really had to deal with any, like that much outer people, like people on the out from the outside. So I haven't right, really, right. but I know like it sometimes is hard. Sometimes when you do have to adapt, sometimes you want to explain something differently or like, you have a hard time explaining it or articulating your words correctly. Because you're saying one thing in your head, but, you know, so, yeah, right. I have that problem now. Like, right, I just have right, that problem right. a lot. Definitely, definitely. It's just, you know. We, and we all do. Yeah, it's, it's just, I've had to deal with that, you know, coming up in college, all that, you know, having to present and stuff like that. You have to be able to, to adapt in certain situations, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. Talk in different settings and stuff like that. So, 
you know, I learned, but, you know, it's still something. It's just like learning every day, you know, how to become a perfect in this situation when you're speaking to people, you know what I mean? And that's why it's important to, like, brand yourself into who you are. Because at the end of the day, how you come off and your delivery is, is the real you. Yeah. And they start to respect that more. Like, like, they not like one of my bros, he used to stutter all the time, but then he learned how to not stutter. Like, now when he speaks, he just takes his time when he speaks, you know what I mean? It's just certain Definitely. things. Like, you just have to keep practicing like I try to read every day or like watch certain videos of people speaking you know like just like athletes you know they, they play basketball the whole time but then they have to learn how to speak in public when they're being interviewed definitely and definitely and, like, so. and even if they can so speak I, if, if even if they can speak I mean it's shoot if your game if your game good <laughs> some people that work just talks for them alone you know what I mean they definitely themselves, you know? definitely sporting my Porter brand I actually wore this on Valentine's Day. That's how much I love it. You know what I mean? I like that. You know, when I saw this sweatsuit, I was like, yo, I need the I need the, the hundred green the joint. You know it was the one. I knew it was the one. I knew it was the one. And yeah, boom. So I just want to close this out with challenges you had to overcome throughout this process of becoming successful as you are. It's a lot of challenges every day, you know, like here's a prime example. Can you read that quote for me? Lord, we know what we are, but know not what we may be. Boom. So you see that quote, right? Yeah. So who's that quote by? Who's it? Hamlet. Hamlet. Yeah. All right. So when I originally heard, I heard it from Jay Z, and um, Marcy Me. Mm -hmm. And then he said, "Lord, we know who we are. Yeah, we know not what we may be." He said his version. So then I looked it up, and I saw he got it from Hamlet. You feel me? And that resonated with me because, like, he's basically saying, like, we know, we know what we're capable of. But we don't know like how successful we can be. You know what I mean? We don't know what we're. Did we just say that earlier? You, it's big facts. It's you big know facts. what I'm saying? Like we, when he said that quote, like, that really, <laughs> that really meant a lot. That really meant a lot to me. That's why I put it on a hoodie. That's why I, like that's one of my best selling hoodies. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But like when I first came out with the hoodie, is you know how it says maybe the person who made the hoodie, I gave him a typo, so it said maybe. Instead of maybe, it said maybe one word, mm. and I printed out a whole bunch of those, and I, I sold some. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm looking at right now, but like, no, but I didn't. Those are the ones, like the, the ones that I messed up. Those are the ones that like I gave to my bros. Like they saw, I told them about the mistake. They're like, I don't care about that. You know what I mean? But to me, it was very devastating to me because I wanted to. You I started off. You yeah, felt I started it. off. Felt yeah, it. I felt yeah. that. I felt like that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a limited edition. My man told me. My man told me on the side. He basically told me, like, "Yo, bro, like," and I'm like, "What you mean?" Then I looked. I'm like, "Oh man, I did. I did. I already did. I already made like twenty hoodies, but you know, I'm gonna just have these on, you know, standby. You know what I mean? But." This one doesn't have as much value to me now, but I know there's limited <laughs> You feel me, but that, that, that's the correct version? Yeah, yeah that's like, the correct like, version. That's the good one, you feel me? But I think I have a couple in my, in my crib. But <laughs> basically, like, you know, that mistake right there, that, that, was, that was a big challenge for me, like, overcoming that because I had to just, you know, basically, I, I made sure I fixed it. Knowing that people could possibly, just like your man's hit you, like other people could possibly be like, Bro, yo. Bro, if he's hitting me telling me that, well, yeah. I, I can only imagine. That's the first thing you if probably If I was thinking. to have gotten it out to them people, yeah, but it's yeah. good. he told me in, in a good enough time. Oh, so you, ain't, so you ain't jam, jam I, all yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah, I ain't jam, but it was just, but I, I lost money in the end of the day, you know what I mean? Right, and I, I was just, right. It was but discouraging. you were able to adjust. I was able to adjust, you know what I mean? And right. That's, all, that's right. what it's all about. It's not about what happens to you, it's about how you deal with what happens to you. 
That's what mm-hmm. makes you who you are. That's what. That's, that, that's that, like you know what I'm saying. Some losses is wins, you know. So yeah, you just gotta take true. them. You just gotta take them because lessons. A lot of like I could have just easily been like, nah, this not for me. I don't even know how to like my mind not right. I don't even know how to 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 get to get the print on a on a hoodie right. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I got two questions. Do you foresee yourself having like a maybe a female line or kids line? Well, yeah, like, well, I have the, I have the, everything on, that's on my site originally, but I do baby clothes too, like, mm-hmm. I do the custom, so you know what I mean, mm-hmm. so if you tell Shout me, out I, get baby them, I do, yeah, if you look on my Instagram page, mm-hmm. um, at mm-hmm. underscore quarterback, if you look at my Instagram page, I have baby clothes, mm-hmm. I have people in baby clothes, they just tell me what they want, and okay. basically I, I make it from scratch like that. Nice. I'm gonna officially launch one coming soon, mm-hmm. and um, I'm gonna do a women's clothing line, maybe this summer, coming okay. this summer. Nice, so, nice, nice. And then the second question is, um, do you have a brick and mortar or do you want to do brick and mortar or are you just solely online? I'm solely online, but if there was an opportunity to, I, it's a goal that I am setting for myself. Mm-hmm. I would do maybe just like one exclusive one mm-hmm. where like, you know, it's exclusive. So it's like people ha- like have to travel to go mm-hmm. there. Or it's like if it's in that, like say if it's in New York, mm-hmm. it would be like, like, you know, like how Babe has their one store mm-hmm. like that or mm-hmm. like. It's not accessible to everyone, you know what I mean? And then you can purchase online as well. Because online is, 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 is easier to communicate. Um, it's easy access. So. But yeah. So, and plus people can catch you at a pop-up shop. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I actually have a pop-up shop coming up on um, March 27th at Christiana Mall in Newcastle, DMV area. Okay. You know, come check me out. I'll be in there all day from 11 to 8. Um, I can, I'll be sharing, selling my stuff on, on my website too. I also have a website. You can follow me on www.porterbrand.me. That's my website. You know, check it out. That's what's up. Nice. Dope, man. Dope. Well, man, there you have it. Thank you for coming through. Appreciate you, Ish. Proud of you, everything you're doing. Keep up the good work. Uh, this is just the beginning, but, you know, you seem like you got it together. You know what I mean? Learning from your mistakes. It may be... Everything will be okay. Um, Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Properly Uncivilized Podcast. We will see you next week. Please make sure you follow the page at Properly Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And... We are signing out. Watch your back, everybody not your bro bro Hundred million, ninety that up in the bank, nigga I go get it, I ain't got no time to wait, nigga I so love, I ain't got no time to hate, niggas All the ops and all the fake it, you like Drake, niggas Every day's a birthday, you can never swerve me Do me wrong and it's fuck you in the worst way They say what you want, just like Dirk say I know bro gon' let it sing like it Kirk Frank I don't wanna hit your club, let's go get big paid We not acquainted with them niggas, they all bitch me See me once, see on you, next time won't get played I can't do regular, what's extra for the upgrade Took the hunger and turn it into a plan of action I'm real up front with all my shit, I'm never moving backwards Take a L and bounce back, cause fuck it, it happens I need more money than the...